Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. All the time. We can't get away from that. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I listen to the <laughs> intro, I'm like, oh, well, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I like say it to myself in the car after I know. listen. Like such a dork. So tonight we're having a fun little summer sleepover. We're going to have an outdoor movie night. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun, right? And we're drinking a little Cabernet to get it started with. So hopefully we don't fall asleep before the movie starts. But we probably will. We probably will. <laughs> Sean's always like, can you stay awake for one movie? Oh, yeah. Jeremiah's the worst. Insane, I'm, insane I seriously, I think I have narcolepsy. He won't even watch TV with me because he's like, why would I? Because I'm just going to get sucked into some show. Yeah, that's what Sean says. He hasn't watched anything with me since the first season of Narcos. That was a long time ago. Oh, Sean's really into Billions right now. Have you seen that? Nope. It's like a, I don't know, like a Wolf of Wall Street type of mm. show. No, I sat next to that guy on the plane. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Not for me. It was real fun for Sean. He knew who he was. I was like, I don't know who that guy is. But he was the Leonardo DiCaprio character. He's the guy that wrote the book. He's like the main guy. Sean's like, he went to prison. <laughs> like, ooh. But then now they're going to go play golf together. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. We both had interesting weeks this week. You want to talk about my week? Yeah. So dramatic. My week was I got pulled over by an officer of the law on toll road number 73. Oh, yeah. I've taken that toll road plenty of times, actually. You know, I sort of blame you for this whole thing. Why? Because. Why me? Okay. My husband blames me already for everything that happened. <laughs> so why you now? Because I got pulled over on the toll road for not having a license plate on my new car. Oh, yeah. I never have license plates. <laughs> That's why you blame me. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, they just don't send them. 
Tab doesn't have them. <laughs> well, I have it. You it's do? just not black. And I have like a black car. So I wanted the black one and it's the white one. And so, you know, I'm going to well, order you the go black at, one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I recommend because that you put the white one, even if it's less sightly on your car, because mm-hmm. if you come into contact with Officer Douglas, he doesn't want to hear any excuse about it. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. And we all know how Gretchen feels when she gets in trouble. And I'm saying oh, that in I air quotes. I do not like being reprimanded. And he he reprimanded me. He told me that he couldn't believe that I'd never taken the toll road before. And I told him that I hadn't. I was driving my kids to camp. And he said, well, it's Wednesday. How did you get them there on Monday and Tuesday? And I said, well, I took the 405. I was trying to escape the traffic, officer. Did you really take the 405? Yeah, I really did. (laughs) You can't lie at all. So I know you did. I really did. And he asked me if I had one of those trackers because I didn't have the fast tracker on my car. Only because I don't know how to like put it on there. Yeah. And you didn't? I No, but I... Couldn't lie to him. So but, I told him, like, yeah, I have a tracker. I just haven't put it up. Oh, you don't have a tracker. I have one on my car now. I had one. Oh, you did have I one. I just didn't have it on there. Oh. So it was like oh a double whammy. It was like, I don't have the tracker, the fast track thing you need for the toll, and I don't have license plates. You know why I like going on those? Well, I didn't think about Officer Douglas pulling me over, but I always am like, I don't even have to pay the toll because I don't have license plates. <laughs> Oh, he's not. Yeah, they're I'm one of those they're on to that. Oh, yeah. Now they are, I guess. Yeah. Well, listen, even my kids asked the officer if I was going to jail. They asked him. No, they didn't directly ask him. They said, are you going to jail? And he said nothing. He didn't say and he heard them and he heard them. He definitely heard oh, them. And I had to say, a-hole. no, mommy, just because I'm not trying to listen. I'm not trying to argue with an officer really ever, but I definitely am not trying to argue with a police officer while I have my kids in the car. And I accepted responsibility for the ticket. I just, he found me completely unbelievable. And the truth is, as I am already paying the fine, I really never received my license plates. And they, well, the registration for the license plates. And the dealership told me I was going to receive them. I should have looked into it further. It is my responsibility, but that's the truth. And he was calling me a liar in front of my kids, but I took it. It's so wrong. No problem. I took it. I just wanted him to leave my kids with a good impression. I mean, I don't want them to hate police officers, but I think, I mean, with my driving record, I'll probably get pulled over a couple more times. And so hopefully those police (laughs) officers are nicer and leave a better impression on my kids because this one did not. It's so not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did not have any police officer sightings. Okay. Good. Or good. Or any of that. Good. Shenanigans. But I did take my son to his first day of summer school. Okay. And it's at a brand new school. I'm the, you know, brand new mom walking him up. And I brought my younger son with me as well. And we're checking in. You know, we're in a line to check in. And I finally get up to the woman and say his name. And she's handing me his folder. And my younger son sneezes this incredible sneeze that I never heard before. And she's like, oh, oh, 
I'm, I'm not looking at him because I'm trying to like get the stuff. And she's like, oh, do you need, uh, there's a bathroom. And I look over and he's got the massive snot rocket. <laughs> <laughs> so disgusting. I mean, I've never, like a five-year-old, I've never seen something like this, oh right? God. It is like, because it built up, because little boys never blow their nose. Oh my gosh. They cannot be bothered to wipe their butts or blow their noses. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's now on his hand and he's waving his hand oh! all over and it just lands right in front of her. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Let me take him to the bathroom. So I'm walking him over to the bathroom. She's like, it's right around the corner. And he starts gagging. Like he's got the mucus in his. Yeah throat and then he starts throwing up all of his pancakes on the ground and oh I gosh. I'm like oh my god always with your oh kids in the god. puke I know and it's just it's the same little guy <laughs> he has like a like a, not a I think he has like a short gag reflex or yeah. something so of course like I do all the time I catch it in my hand <laughs> and so gross. to the bathroom and I'm like well I wonder how many people saw that uh, yeah I am the mom with the puke hands and so, you know, I got him cleaned up. And uh, I went, we've all been there. No, we have not all been there. I oh. just don't believe it. I think I'm the only one that has these problems. Oh, no. Ruby threw up in Whole Foods. Like we opened like the, the doors parted their ways and she just threw up right there. Oh, no. All over the floor one day. Okay. I had to turn around. I was like, oh, she got it out. Can I still shop? Well, so he was supposed to be going to school and I'm like, oh no, like maybe, you know, maybe he can't go today because you're not, or like school, but camp. And I'm like, yeah, and it, he's totally fine. I know. But technically I waited an hour and there was not, I mean, he didn't even have sniffles or anything. It just got caught up. No, it really is like a little boy thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's whacked. So it's your turn, Gretchy, to it tell is. us a story. Okay, I got one. You do? Mm-hmm. Is it a good one? Good in a, you know, sad, horrible way. Oh, it's like watching Dateline. Before nine. Before nine. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. A bit. <gasps> With some wine. With some wine. It's perfect for that. Don't or, pick you up, know, whatever. Don't pick up my kids in the carpool line. That's the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about a, I want to call it a love triangle, but it's actually more of a square because there's oh, there's four, four people. So mm-hmm. I hope everyone took their ginkgo biloba today because you got a couple people to keep track of and I'm going to stay very focused. Okay. And are their names like similar? No. Hopefully not. Okay. Good. No. Okay. You know, I, I had a hard time with that. One of those that we just did recently, well, maybe a couple weeks ago about the kids, I think I got everybody confused with that one. Okay. Well, Although we don't do kids. Really. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Moving okay. on. Sorry. Moving on. Okay. This is the love square that ended in the murder of Joni Goodwin. This case takes place in Pahuska, Oklahoma. Do you know anything about Pahuska? I don't know anything about any Oklahoma Well, I think actually a lot of people know a lot about Pahuska. It's a small town about an hour outside of Tulsa with a population of less than 4,000 people, but it is home of the pioneer woman, Ree Drummond herself. Yeah, I do know her. I do. She's a redhead. She is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she has some, 
I don't know, plates or something at Walmart. She does. I own some of them, actually. Oh, are they cute? I think they're real cute, but sometimes the Pioneer Woman does not get a lot of love from people. Oh, why? I don't know. But some people don't like her. Hmm. I don't know. In fact, I reached out to some of my family that lives in Oklahoma to get a comment. Yeah. And they would not because, you know, it's kind of like against the, like, southern way to, like, you know – say anything bad and especially to put it in writing you oh know? no so i didn't know that no shout outs yeah no so they just didn't say anything so they wouldn't say anything i oh, say what do you think funny. of pahuska and they say don't don't i don't <laughs> yeah i don't say anything about pahuska yeah so you know aside from all reed drummond's cooking show and all of that what i found out when i was looking into the town was that they own the drummond ranch which is actually 433,000 acres. Okay. That's massive. So it actually, her husband is the 23rd biggest landowner in the United States. Wow. So she doesn't need to be doing all that cooking show. No, she And her cooking show always portrays it like, oh, I'm just going to throw lunch for the ranch hands on the back of my pickup truck. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I think that. They probably have, like, a roach coach out there just for them. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah. 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 So I'm on to you, Re. but I still think some of your stuff is real cute. Okay. 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 So in 1996, Joni Goodwin was a 19-year-old mama of a seven-month-old baby that she adored. But being only 19, she still liked to go out a lot with her friends, and her family didn't mind helping her out by watching the baby, so they did a lot of the time. And on a September night in 1996, Joni was out with two of her guy friends when around 10.30 p.m., the truck that they were in broke down, and the guys left Joni for about 20 minutes to go find some jumper cables. But when they returned, Joni wasn't there. They assumed that Joni had just walked home since she was only about 10 blocks from her house. Joni's roommate, Sherry, was quick to put up missing flyers within... 24 hours of her disappearance. But eight days later, Joni's body was found in a creek by fishermen. Mm. She had been shot twice in the stomach. The two guys whose truck she was in that night were cleared of any involvement in her disappearance as well as her baby daddy. And the case went cold. Yikes. Yeah. Well. weird. That is until... 2018. That's pretty far away from that. Yeah, that is pretty far away from that. But that is when superstar badass Kelly Siegler and Cole Justice decided to take the case on. Oh, yeah. We met her. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, and she's a hard ass. Oh, my gosh. She is totally my girl crush. Yeah. Yeah. She's a badass woman. Badass woman. And so after we met her at CrimeCon a while back, I started checking out her work. Yeah. And I came across this case. You were impressed. I was impressed. She's impressive. We forgot to tell it. I'm drinking my wine right now and we forgot to. Oh, it's not too late. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a little clink clink. Okay. Clink clink. We're drinking a little Justin Cab. Oh, I think we might have said we were drinking Cabernet, but it's Justin. Okay. It's Justin. Mm. Just in time to talk about it. Just in time. (laughs) Perfect. 
don't mind if we do. All right, no, no, gotta move on. No, with right our drink on. In. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All so right turns out, according to witnesses in town, that night Joni had made her way over to Maverick's Mini Mart. So previously, the police had thought that she just disappeared after the truck had broken down. Yeah. Right? Okay. So she made her way to Maverick's Mini Mart, where her roommate Sherry was, to get the keys to their place and then went back to the house. So this really changed things because the police had thought that she disappeared from the side of the road and any random could have been responsible for her murder. Police also thought that Sherry and Brian were getting busy in a motel room because they didn't want Brian's girlfriend, Becky, to catch them on the night of Jody's murder. But it turns out that the motel room wasn't checked into until sometime after 2.30 a.m. Now, Actually, Brian took a polygraph test to support his alibi at the time, and he failed. Oh. But Sherry passed. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Sherry and Becky, because along with Joni, they were all hooking up with Brian. Got it? Got it. Okay. So let me start by telling you a little bit more about Sherry. Sherry was... 10 years older than Joni, she was known for being kind of the bully type, especially when it came to Brian Hutchinson, this guy she was infatuated with. Do you know anybody like that? So at the moment, no. Probably in my past life, I did. Yeah. Know some crazy girls. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Do you know anybody like that? I definitely went to high school with a girl who I think I talked to her boyfriend one time at a party and I heard about it and she wasn't even there. And she was like, stay the F away. (laughs) Yeah. And we, yeah, I don't think we, and we went a long time without making eye contact ever. Oh. I'm pretty sure she still hates me. There was actually in high school a girl that did that to my friend. And I was like, don't you ever. Oh, yeah. It's totally weird. weird. I did have one experience with a girl who I dated a guy in high school for a while, and he had an ex-girlfriend that was out of high school and he was still friends with. I mean, and she just still wanted to hang out with him, even though they were broken up, which I mean, in high school, I just didn't think that much of it. But what I did think was unusual was I worked every Sunday at my parents' restaurant, like my whole life. Yeah. Right? And she started coming in there to eat every Sunday. And that's weird. It was weird because she would try to tell me like, oh, oh, yeah, of course. Gary's Restaurant, we've we've always eaten in there. And it's like, girl. No, you haven't. Girl, I know everyone that eats here. I It's my second home. I <laughs> yeah. work here all of the time. I know that you have never like, been here. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. So that was a little a little creepers. And actually, I forgot about this, but down the line, I had another boyfriend named Jason when I was Uh in my 20s. Oh, I know Jason well. And she approached his brother, Brandon, and said like, oh, your brother is dating Gretchen. 
my God, you she gotta, was obsessed with you. You got to like get her like she's bad news or I don't remember, but I remember <laughs> it was like a thing. And I was like, you I think I dated news, this lady. original guy for like a hot minute, a hot minute. Get, yeah. It was weird. People get obsessive for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's my similar story. Okay. So this girl was known to be kind of a bully. Okay. So kind of just like this girl coming to go see me at my parents' restaurant, this girl, Sherry and Joni had just recently become close friends, like very recently, like three weeks actually. And they had been living together for just two weeks. And everyone in town found this pretty unusual because you see both Sherry and Joni had been messing around with Brian, who at the moment had a girlfriend named Becky. But according to town sources, Brian managed to get it in with all the ladies all over Pahuska. But for some reason, when he got to get in with Joni, Sherry would lose her mind. Okay, so I got to keep it together. Yeah. Pahuska, is it like how many people are in Pahuska? Less than 4,000. So, I mean... You got some probably incest going on in that. (laughs) I don't know about that, but. I mean, that's what our friend that lives out there, she says sometimes that shit goes on. Oh, gosh. But anyways, I mean, 4,000 people, that's about the size of my high school. Yeah. So you know everybody. Everybody knows everybody. So everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows this chick Sherry hates this chick Joni and because all over the same guy and this guy has a girlfriend, so he really doesn't have any business messing with any of them. But they all are. And her name is Becky. And her name is Becky. She's a Becky. She's a Becky. She probably has good hair. She probably does. Okay. Okay, so in the past, Sherry and Joni had even had a physical altercation, which resulted in Sherry kicking Joni's ass over her finding Joni sleeping with Brian. Yeah. Aren't yeah. there? There's no other guys than Brian. That's why. Yeah, so I can't imagine why so many Pahiska chicks were getting busy with Brian. He must have been hot. Mm, he's not. I'll show you his picture. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So Joni actually wrote her sister a letter three days before her murder. And in it, she told her all about how that girl, Cherry, she used to hate so much, is friends with her now. And Brian still comes around, even though at the moment, Brian has a girlfriend that is Sherry's ex-best friend, Becky. Oh, see, I told you. It's all like connected. Everything is connected. Yeah. She says Sherry had told her about how Brian had tore her friendship with Becky apart and she was afraid he would do the same thing with them. Joni went on to tell her sister that he actually was still trying to hook up with her, but she wasn't going to tell Cherry about it because she was afraid Cherry would hate her and she wouldn't want to do anything to hurt her. And she actually thought Cherry was real sweet. Hmm. Okay. 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 Got it. So let me tell you a little bit about Becky, Brian's girlfriend. Okay. She was also known around town for her charming personality. Because she probably had that Southern accent. No, what I'm saying when I say charming personality was that basically everybody thought she was a big old bitch. (laughs) There (laughs) There is... Footage of her police interview from 1996, and you can see why she had no sort of image of attitude. Oh, 
Yeah, with the police when they questioned her. Oh, she wanted to be like, I don't like, care. I don't what are you saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, listen. If she would have talked to Officer Douglas like that, let me <laughs> tell you, she'd have been in the back of the car. Okay. Okay. So they questioned her about her whereabouts the night that Joni was missing. And according to her, she was home by midnight because that's what time her babysitter had to leave. Now, Becky had seen Cherry with Joni that night at the Mini Mart. I think the Mini Mart is a little Pahuska hotspot. Oh, it's like where you hang out. It's like where you hang out. It's still there. Yeah. You know, remember in Ventura, there's like um, Taco Bell that everybody hung oh, out Oh, well, all the Buena people went to Taco Bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where'd you guys go? Corrales. Oh, you hung out in the Corrales parking lot? Kind of. Oh, okay. We like Mexican food, obviously, yeah. in Ventura. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> the cheap shit. Yeah. And then the more authentic right. stuff. Yeah. Okay, so I just told you that Becky had seen... Cherry with Joni. Cherry with Joni. At the Mini Mart. Mart. And... She has always said that she thought Cherry killed Joni, but police had a hard time believing her because she was so combative in her interview. And so they thought that she could just be motivated to like say that because she had so much hate for Cherry because of the whole Brian situation. And police also thought that night that they brought Becky in for questioning that she was acting like someone who was about to flee town. So they think it's Becky. Yeah. Okay. So turns out there was another detail that looked pretty fishy for Becky, and that was that she switched cars with Brian that whole week. And according to her, Brian brought her car back squeaky clean. According Mm. to Becky, she had just switched cars with Brian because he had a kick-ass truck and she was happy to switch vehicles with him for a while. Yeah, that's weird. Like a truck... Yeah. Do a lot of stuff in the back of the truck. Nobody could see. Yeah, I don't know. Bodies in there. Right. So now I would love to tell you about what Brian had to say, but Brian doesn't give police interviews. He just says, talk to my lawyer. Which is what actually you should do. Yeah, especially since he, remember, he failed his polygraph test. So, okay. So he's like. So he's a murderer. No, he's, you know. Suspect. A suspect, but, I mean, he's like, what you know. Yeah. No one believes me. I can't pass a polygraph test, you know, whatever. Get me a lawyer. Get me a lawyer. I mean, that is what you should do. You should do. I just, I was listening to this other podcast, and they said you should never take a polygraph test either. Oh, yeah. I would like to take one just for fun. Me too. I was thinking that. Just see. Yeah. What can I lie about? Well, look at Lisa Vanderpump. She just took one. She ended up taking it. Uh-huh. I have not caught up on the Housewives, but oh my god, I you're know so she, behind. Oh, We're so like behind. at the reunion, pal. Oh, Come on, I'll get there. Okay. I just started watching Handmaid's Tales. The I've season. never started that. <gasps> so good. Yeah, so good. That's what I hear. You've got to watch it. I know. So good. Okay. Okay. So here we are. These two women, both with some motivation to want Joni dead, one because she was Brian's girlfriend and one because she was, according to the whole town, obsessed with Brian. And then there's Brian. Like, what's his role? Yeah. I don't know. So when the case was reopened, they talked to as many witnesses that hung around with Cherry, Becky, Brian, and Joni. 
some new pieces of the puzzle started coming together. One witness stated that Sherry had told her that they were going to find that little bitch dead someday. And another said she actually heard her tell Joni, I could get so close to you that you and your family wouldn't even know it was me. Oh. Which gets you to thinking, did she have some master plan to get Joni close to her so that she could get her out of the picture permanently? Or did she just have a genuine change of heart about this girl? That's real evil. That's like real evil. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And clearly going off that letter that Joni wrote to her sister, I mean, Joni really thought she had a change of heart. she had no idea. She had no idea. Yeah. So also according to witness statements, they never believed that someone that nuts with that much hate could have had such an about face in regards to Joni. I mean, clearly Joni did. And there was one more theme that kept coming up. And that was that Joni had told a few of her friends that night that she thought she might be pregnant. And she thought Brian was the baby daddy. Ooh. Yeah. So remember how I told you she was shot in the stomach? Oh, yeah. That's a pretty odd way to shoot to kill someone. But now it kind of makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Yeah. Ooh. Rough. So... Now, how's old Sherry doing? The one who was so concerned about Joni's disappearance right away? Well, when she was interviewed again by police in 2018, she had moved to Texas. She owned a restaurant with some nice Yelp reviews, actually. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look very keto-friendly. <laughs> it's all about the southern fried chicken. Yep. Okay. Good burgers. Got yep. it. And now she was married and her name was not Sherry Brooks anymore. Since 1996, she has also had other names. She has gone by Sherry Griffith and Sherry Miller. But currently her name is my favorite. What? <laughs> Sherry Terry. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> Terry Berry. <laughs> Terry Terry. Yeah. And why has she gone yeah. through all these names? Has she been married a hundred times? I'm thinking that she's been married a whole bunch of times. Yeah. And I gather that she had enjoyed. What the <laughs> shit is that tab? I don't know. I think that the they must have thought you said, hey, Siri. And then you said something and then it said. It made your figured, phone. It said, I figured as much. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> or maybe that's Joni's ghost coming back. Okay. Okay. Maybe not. Boy, geez. Okay. So, anywho. I gather. See, it says on the computer, hey, Siri. Oh, okay. We got to make that go away. Yeah, here, let's make it go away. All right, sorry. Okay, so I gathered that she had really been enjoying the married life, not because of the name changes tab, but because she was wearing a t-shirt that said, rockin' the spoiled wife life when she met police for her interview. Oh. In the interview, she had a hard time keeping her story straight. She said things like, she should have protected Joni. I mean, you can tell that she really had no idea she was like a suspect. And No way. She's not even scared that she's a suspect? Oh, no. She started to get like a little shook. Okay, at first she just kind of tried to act like she had she no was idea. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk to me. Uh-huh. I sh- yeah, I should have protected her. 
Love that girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But laying it like that. Yeah. When they started laying into her, she admitted that she was jealous of girls that had the attention of Brian Hutchinson. But she didn't crack and admit that she was like a psycho bitch that shot this poor naive girl in the stomach because she was pregnant by some other girl's boyfriend. And when this case was featured on Cold Justice, this is why I love Kelly Siegler. She says, she is stone cold. what I tell you? Stone cold. <laughs> she has such a character. She's got a way with words that I just love. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. She's God. like you I with those love words. Her. I love her so much. Okay. So when the case was reopened in 2018, police interviewed Becky again, too. Does she go by Rebecca now instead? Or is she no, still Becky? No, she was still Becky. Oh. And she stood by her account of what happened that night and that she still thought all these years later that Cherry had killed Joni. She came across this time like someone that was calm and believable. And she actually had a a record for a drug arrest in the past. So personally, I think that maybe that is why she was so agitated and combative in 1996. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. What kind of drugs did it She say? seemed like normal. It was meth. Oh. So I think, you know, like maybe she was high or something then. Yeah. Because she seemed like real normal this time and clear-headed and not like the kind of psycho that would go and kill a young girl. And let me ask you, yeah. were they all doing meth at the time of this death in 96? Maybe they were. Maybe they're all meth heads. I don't know. I mean, I pulled up Cherry's criminal record. Mm-hmm. And she does have a laundry list. I think there might have been a drug charge on there, too. But mostly it was like she was on the police radar. It's probably why she left town because she would get pulled over for, like, not wearing a seatbelt or I don't know. But, I mean, mm-hmm. she must have had, like, 40 charges on her criminal record. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. But in 4,000 people, I mean, they've... <laughs> Everybody's got to have a long list. Right? They don't have anybody to pull over. I know. There's nothing to do but get into trouble. I know. You could go eat at the Pioneer Woman's establishments. I would eat there. Yeah. I'm sure everybody in the town eats there. So 22 years later, on June 28, 2018, Cherry Terry was arrested and brought back to Oklahoma to face murder charges for Joni Goodwin. Ooh, Cherry Terry. Cherry Terry. Okay, so currently Cherry is out on bail and the trial hasn't started. Ooh, this is going to be a double episode again. Well, I'm not sure if it's actually going to. Oh, no. As of March 19th, 2019, according to the Pahuska Journal, the county's new DA has some concerns about the strength of the case since it's all circumstantial and he thinks that formal charges might have been brought about prematurely, so the case is still in limbo. Yeah, you know, I actually thought about that because they need some concrete evidence. They need some DNA. Well, it was 1996. But they should have taken some But she lied about everything she was doing that night, and she can't keep her story straight now. And you know what is really the thing that is... Pointing the, they say her biggest mistake was that she is the one that reported her missing and put up the flyers and nobody else was real concerned initially. Yeah. 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 
So, all right, let me see these I'm going to show you the pictures, okay? So I don't think she's Cherry. going to jail. She's not going to get arrested. I think it's going to go away. It's I do sad. Too. I do, too. Okay, so this is Cherry. What did she look like in 96? I don't think much different. Oh. There is only, the only picture I could find of her back in 1996 uh-huh. was a sketch. Oh, but she looked kind of similar. Still mm. overweight? Yeah, still yeah. overweight. And this was Becky. Okay. Cuter than Cherry. Cuter than Cherry. And then this is the best picture of Brian I could get you. Okay. But this okay, is Joni. I no, mean, she is like. She's a looker. She's a looker. And you can see, you can imagine while why everyone said, okay. We're going to get Cherry was okay with him, Brian, messing around with anybody. But when he got to messing around with Joni, she's like, oh, no, 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 no. He cannot you know, be having it with that hot little disco biscuit. Yeah. And you know, Jonies are always cute girls. Yeah. You have a friend named Joni. She's super cute. I know. Stupid cute. I know. So I just think that name too, it's such a cute name and- so that is a stunt. <laughs> There's no end, Gretchen, in that story. There's no end, but I mean, I'm following it. Come so. on, Kelly Siegler. Get it together. Well, she went and did a bunch of interviews afterwards because they were so elated that this, you know, not all the cold justice interviews or episodes end in an arrest. Yeah. Sometimes they just have to say. It is what it is. It is what it is. Sorry. Here's the, here's the facts. But she always says. I wouldn't come all this way just to break your heart because she's got to like dig up, you know, oh, oh I just love her man. so much, but she's got to like reopen like old wounds for people. But this time, you know, had kind of a happy ending, but maybe this new DA is going to kind of drop the ball in Pahuska. Yeah. I mean, if, the, if he decides to take it to trial, a jury could convict her, but I'm always very concerned with juries convicting people when there's not enough evidence. And I just listened today to a case where a jury member basically said, this is the craziest thing. So this jury member, so she says that they were locked at a nine to two, two people did not want to say guilty and nine people did. Okay. Is that right? Nine, 10, 11. Mm -hmm. Isn't there 12 juries? There's 12 jurors. I think 11. Or is there 11? I don't know. She said there was a couple that were, didn't think he was guilty. And the rationale was that she would rather say guilty and put him into jail for life than have a mistrial and have another jury put him into jail under the death penalty and put him to death. So she changed her vote to guilty so that he got life in prison instead of being killed on death. Or she changed her vote. So the possibility of the retrial would, like, she didn't want him to go to death row ever. And then the judge. That is not good thinking. It isn't. And then the judge overruled and put him in the death penalty anyways. Really? Even though the jury said that they recommended life in prison. And so this woman cries every day because she thinks about what she did to this man. And I'm like, what do you not understand? It's guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. So if you have a, a doubt that he is not guilty then he's not guilty. Like you cannot put a man into jail or a woman because it's better to have life in prison than the death penalty. That's not the right reason. Yes, this is true. Kim Kardashian can't save everybody. No. And there are a lot of people on, and you know, there's a lot of people on death row that are requesting to have DNA tested now and they're getting denied. 
Okay. Well, let me tell you, that is the real thing. Okay. So I hear what you're saying. So originally the problem is, is that the police department dropped the ball Mm -hmm. because if they would have gone in and talked to all of these people, they would have figured out then that Jerry had this motivation and that there was, you know, they thought she was last seen on the side of the road. A hundred percent. It's And then they would have you know, taken the, you know, looked at the, all the vehicles that everybody drove and, you know. Yeah, but how many, how many murders, whatever. how many murders do you think happened in the 4,000 people? Not a lot. Like this is their probably first one in right. 20 years. So authorities probably have no idea what to do. They're probably stomping all over the crime but scene. But I'm telling you, this chick cherry did it. I know you the think type. she did it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, she probably did, but they're never going to convict her and she's going to live her honky-tonk life where she lived. Well, she's out on bail, but her restaurant is no longer in business. So it's clearly having a negative effect on her. Karma's a bitch. Yeah. That's what I tell my kids to scare them too. Karma. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know. You do bad things. My kids still pick up my phone when my husband calls and like wave at it like he can see them. (laughs) And they're always like, look, dad, look at my, well, don't do my picture that I drew. Okay. But yeah, that's not always convenient, but okay. So I can't explain to them that he can't see them through the telephone. So I don't think they're going to get the concept of karma (laughs) is what I'm saying. (laughs) They'll get it eventually. (laughs) Gretchy. Are you getting over cold or what? I just have the mucus buildup, you know, oh, like your like children. Like Yeah. <laughs> just don't throw up, please. Yeah, I'll try. Adult throw up is not like kid throw not up to cute. me. At least I make it in the I pate. Had, I had a kid throw up at my house before that wasn't my kid. Mm-hmm. I prefer my own kids to throw up. Um, yeah, most people do. And the parent was thrilled. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'll have my husband come pick him up. I'm like, yeah. And like, we all got sick. Oh, drag. I don't know. That happens. Yeah. So that's it. Cherry Terry. Cherry Terry. You got lucky lady. I'm just going to say that. lucky lady. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's time for the movie night, and my husband decided to go out for a drink, and so he's not setting it up, so he just called to try to walk me through it. Oh. He doesn't want to hang out with me. Who's he going out for drinks for? He's going with Jay to the Bel Air Bar, which is so awesome i love it it's my favorite place they have the piano man there and they have like the greatest decor and it's fancy i went there oh i do have a story should i say it at the end yeah sure remember the guy that i ran into at the bar oh yeah what was his name michael Michael levante levante Levante? no Avante. avante avante You know, Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Okay, so I go to the this restaurant the other night with my girlfriends, and he's sitting at the bar, and I order- Avenatti. I just Googled Avenatti, it. yes. So he's at the bar, and we order a drink, and he remembers, like I'm the one ordering for all my friends, so he remembers our whole entire drink order while people are telling me, and then he orders it for us from the bartender. Like he's trying to impress me, or- my girlfriends. And so then he turns around. These guys are a bunch of dark. hot mamas. Yeah, yeah, they are. I sent you the picture. Mm-hmm. So then he's like talking to me and like, are you married? It's like, yeah, I'm married. He's like, oh, they always are. And you told me he's married. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he is married. Can you and look he that just up? suffered with like, okay, because tell them why I told you. Because Gretchen's like, I think he has a domestic violence charge on him. Yeah. 
And for his wife, and I'm like, well, he was acting like he was not married. And um, Okay, so Tab texts me in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, it's 1 a.m. It's 1 a.m. Because I went to the Bel Air bar. This is all where it came from. But And Sean's mom was like, I wish I was there. I would have told him off. Yeah, <laughs> she just texts me, do you know who this Michael Evanetti person is? Mm-hmm. And I just wrote back, yes, she's sure trouble. Do. Yeah, yeah, trouble. Trouble. That's what you wrote back. I was like, well, yeah. thankfully, I'm not wanting to cheat on my husband. because." But I'm, how do you not know who that is? I mean, you're well, under a rock. Because all I do is true crime. And I guess this guy has some true crime coming to him. But my girlfriend was thinking that it was him. And she, she was right. And then we got to the table and she says he's going to jail. Yeah, what a dirtbag. I mean, he embezzled a bunch of people's money. And yes, he was arrested in L.A. on a domestic violent charge. He says he spends half his time in L.A. and half of his time in New York. But he was really digging us. And yeah, because he needs somebody to pay for all of his. I'm sure he's got lawyers that help him get out of his. He's a lawyer. Gym. Yeah, well, he's, he's telling still, me about lawyers his... need lawyers. Yeah, he was telling me about this case that he had. And, you know, I think he wanted us to invite a. You know, he was sitting at the bar by himself. So maybe he wanted to come join us at our table. Yeah, My girlfriends yeah. were like, no, thank that you. guy's a loser. Yeah, no yeah. way. Yeah. So that was a interesting sighting. But after that, we went to the Bel Air bar and it was fun. Yeah. I was texting you after that even. I think I was, I mean, I was texting you late I night and she was responding. Yeah, because I don't sleep. It's a problem. Until you have a clover patch. They do help. And she told me she got a clover coma. Yeah, as they put her to sleep. I treat so myself well. to a um, coma. And if you want to buy Clova, it's at k l o v a, yeah. dot com. I get them on Amazon. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. You know, I think you shouldn't get them on Amazon because I think that's a seller that is not supposed to be selling them. Oh, can wow. you just order, where should I be buying them? Order straight from the site. Oh, or you can just grab a couple boxes <laughs> from my house. From your house, that'd be nice too. <laughs> So anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Like always, rate us a five star if you like us. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We really appreciate your comments and your support. We are truly, truly people that appreciate people that listen to us. Get better, Gretchen. We do. I'm going to give know. you a cough sorry. drop in I'm one sorry. second. And stay safe, people. Yeah. All right. Be good, people. Stay safe. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Don't be a dirtbag. Be a dirtbag. Anything else? That's bananas. I mean, maybe don't trust like an ex-girlfriend that wants to be your like BFF. Yeah, like you know. a hot minute later. Okay. I did, especially have... if you're real cute. I did have friends like that. Yeah, but thankfully I didn't get murdered. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> but I also didn't get pregnant by the boyfriend. Yeah. Okay, that's okay, it for that's today. It. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.